This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, uh, here's what's also good stuff um, that Joel could play again this year. Now, we'll see if you will. We don't know if you will. We don't know if you won't. But Nick Nurse provided an update yesterday uh, on John Clark's uh, podcast. Here's what the uh, 76ers uh, head coach said the latest about Embiid. Joel, he's, he's, I guess he's around here yep. for the first time. Is it good to actually see him in person yep. again? And then how's his spirits? Good. Um, Joel's been really positive with me and all the interactions he was, he was in for practice. And um, he's happy. You know, I think he's happy. He likes some of the new additions. He's looking around. He thinks the team's getting better. He really told me, really, he looks out there. He said, I really want to be out there. You know, so let's see what happens. Do you hope, expect that maybe you'll get a couple weeks with him before playoffs and, and try to get back into a rhythm? Yeah, I hope. I hope. Yeah. I don't I don't know what to expect here. I think we're, we're a couple weeks in, probably a couple more to go before we get an eval of where we're going to be. But, yeah, I hope we can get a couple weeks in and get him some games and and um, get him healthy for round one. All right, so, look, that's solid answer. I mean, like, they don't—they clearly don't know. He's, it's saying it's pretty open-ended. But, I, you know, it's nothing's, like, no closed door. And, and that's good. By the way, this leads us to our Twitter poll question of the day. It's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet. The all-new 2024 Chevy Trax, it's arriving daily at Armin Chevrolet. It starts at only 21495 Together, let's drive. Visit ArminChevy.com. Today's poll question, do you think Joel Embiid will play again during the regular season for the Sixers this year? A, yes, B, no. You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. By the way, Nurse is making it sound like it's, yeah, like this is... Well, everything's going great. Yeah. Like they're a couple weeks away from you're saying no. It's I didn't it's say not no. uncertainty. I, well, like, it is. It is uncertain. He well, didn't say he's going to play again. He said we'll reevaluate in a couple weeks. Look, I think we should feel good. I, I I'm I do feel I do feel response. pretty good. Yeah, but I don't feel great. There's a difference between playing and playing at your best. The only well, way the Sixers can win a championship is if he plays at his best. They're not good enough the otherwise, and they're probably not good enough anyway. That, no, no, the my expectation is. I, I think no. Nick Nurse and everyone else, they understand that when he comes back, he will give them that. No, I, I don't he think so. He gave them that this year. He had a medical... MVP level uh, again this year, and it's not, it hasn't been that It's about long. being in shape. Maybe it'll we take know a little it's about while. being in shape. He never it'll take is. a couple weeks. <laughs> he'll be back, 
He'll be great. I don't think that there's any difference, really, medically, between what uh, Marsh had to do with his knee and uh, Joel Embiid. Now, the... The totally on his different body, sports. different sports, totally no different, different but, size, all that. <laughs> the whole. But that said, I do believe that this guy is going to bounce back. I think he's going to be fine, and there's no question in my mind that the guy is going to have to take reps, live reps, to be ready and to be the player that we expect yeah. him to be in the playoffs. All right, so Howard Eskin will join us shortly on all the things we're talking about here today. Let's also tell you coming up in the eight o'clock hour. Uh, we're going to have some some fun as it relates to the 76ers because we got not one but two great imperson- uh, impersonators. They're going to be in studio with us. Conklin, who's, you know, Conklin, he's the legend. Uh, they can do, you know, pretty much everyone from the 76ers, from from Doc Rivers to to Charles Barkley to Allen Iverson to Joel Embiid and many others. But we also got this caller, Leighton. You may remember we did this once before. Leighton is an unbelievable impersonator of Josh Harris. And we're, we're going we're gonna to go into the lab and let these guys cook up some stuff. It's going to be live radio, free-flowing. Whatever happens, happens. We'll see where it, I expect it to be funny and great. It was we'll hilarious say. last it time. It was. Like, legitimately funny. Now, listen, maybe it'll be bad radio, and we'll be like, oh, let's not ever do that again. But the last time we did it, I thought it was great. Here's a little taste. This guy, Layton's going to be in here around 8.20, 8.30 as Josh Harris. This guy is high level. Not just with the voice, but the things he says. Here's a little taste of last time we had this guy in studio. We have a billionaire in the studio. Yes. Thank you for joining us, sir. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Came in my helicopter, landed on the roof. Beautiful studio here. Wonderful to meet all you guys. Rhea, hello. Hello. Uh, I do have to say, James's energy is off the charts. Wonderful guy. That's what we look for as an organization. We look for that from our players, from our coaches, to our chefs, to our sous chefs, to our smoothie makers. That's what we look for. That's my little buddy. Isn't he cute? <laughs> That's going to be great. I'm telling you, I'm looking forward to it. It's around 8, 8.25, 8.30 today. Leighton, uh, Conklin, uh, Joel, uh, Josh Harris, uh, Daryl Morey. They're all going to be in studio with us coming up in about a half an hour on 94 WIP HD1 Philadelphia as we broadcast today from, yes, the Tasty Cake Studio. All right, there's a lot going on in Philly sports, and we always turn every Thursday at 8 o'clock from one king to the next, from Elvis to Howard. Howard Eskin brought to us by the great people at The Farmer's Dog. Fresh, human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. King, good morning. Good morning. <clears throat> Always on time, Joe. I know. Well, I had a tease I later a lot, in the hour. I, it was I got a lot to talk about because <laughs> I can address every one of you guys. Let's do it. And, uh, all I'll say to Ruben is it's not the same as Brad March surgery, Joel Embiid. Uh-oh. If he had the flap repaired on the meniscus, and Marsh said it was not, it was just loose bodies. It wasn't a meniscus. If he had the flap repaired, he's done for the year. He's done for the playoffs. But they don't tell you that. So my the point about Embiid, are they saying there's a chance he can come back because season ticket renewals and playoff ticket sales are out there for the season ticket holders? I wonder. All I'm doing is wondering to give people hope. Like, why would I come to the playoffs if Embiid's not going to play? But, but so, Howard, when you say there is a chance he could play again. Yeah, there, there is a chance, yeah. but tell us what the surgery was. Did they repair the flap? I mean, I've talked to a doctor about this who does those surgeries, and if the flap was repaired and they said there was a problem with the f- whatever it is in the meniscus with the flap, if it was repaired, he's done for the year. 
if wow. it was repaired. So we don't know okay. that. No, that's interesting. Yeah, Howard, so. let, let's get... It let's, wasn't repaired, though. I mean, well, we, we don't know that. No, we don't know. Well, we that. were told he's not done for the year. We, no, we were told they hope he comes back. Right. That's right. right. That's right. So, I, uh, John, I'm going to compliment you on something, too, right, coming up. I know it's rare, but I'm going to do that, <laughs> too. All right, all right, Howard, let's kind of go one at a time here. There's a lot to get okay. to just in the last few yes. days. Let's start with the Craig Carton thing and his report. <sighs> Vega Nature... You're closer to a lot of people than others are. What what did you make of what was said, what it means, or what it doesn't mean? Okay, here's what I heard what he was trying to imply. It's a total exaggeration. I, I mean, this is what happens in the world, and everybody starts reporting it like, oh, yeah, it's just the world's coming to an end here. It was a total exaggeration. What has occurred in that situation, I believe, what he's trying to imply is Jason uh, or Jalen Hurts? We know his personality's got it. It's got to take a step up. I don't know how you change that. I mean, it was the same personality when they got to the Super Bowl, but when they're not playing well, you you try to find reasons. So a few players have talked to Jalen Hurts about, hey, listen, you got to connect more. You got to be more emotional on the sidelines. You got to be part of more part of us. And a few players have done that. The one player that's probably more I, I think the word demonstrative is probably too over the too much of 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 implying what's going on was Fletcher Cox. Fletcher's a stern guy, and he was not happy with his emotion. But so other players were the same way, and he talked to him a little bit. Hold stern. on, Howard. I'll you said st- Fletcher was not happy with who's emotion? hurts emotion on the sidelines and okay. his and his connection, or his lack of emotion. and his personality and his connection with with his teammates okay okay so fletcher is the guy and this is why this makes sense from what i what i've been told craig carton said he's going to play be a, a uh, uh, I'll use the word prominent player that may not be with the team next year because of this well fletcher cox has basically already said he's done all right. And he said that he cleaned out his locker. He said that at the end of the year. So Craig's going to say, well, I told you a player wasn't coming back. It was not a fight. It was not uh, a, a screaming match. It was not any of those things. And he's just one of the players that has talked to him. But he does it in a, I'll use the word, sterner fashion. Come on, Jalen, you got to be more emotional, uh, connect more with the, with the guys and other people from the team have talked to Jalen Hurts about that. Hmm. Now, let's be clear. The team was not good enough. Uh, you know, And they got to the Super Bowl with the same personality of Jalen Hurts the year before, but their defense wasn't good enough. Yeah. Their offense wasn't good enough. Jalen Hurts wasn't good enough. But it, it, the Craig Carton story is such a ridiculous, overblown exaggeration of nothing. Uh, that Okay, but, uh, Howard, I got it. let me ask you this question, because I think it's the natural follow-up. Okay. What do you know about the A.J. Brown-Jalen Hurts relationship? Is it as good as it was two years ago when they acquired him, or has it frayed? I think when you lose, things start to become a little more tense. Was A.J. Brown happy? But he, Again, when they were winning, J.J. Brown wasn't happy when he was open and didn't get the ball. A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts, That's do they see... Eye to eye, are they on the same page all the time? No. Okay. But is that the issue? No. 
That's not the issue. Is it the same as it used? When you're not winning, there's a lot of things that change. And I think it comes winning changes. Boy, that cures a lot of things. And I, I don't think that's an issue. Are, are they as good, Joe, the way you asked the question, are they as close as they were? Maybe not, but it's not a problem. I'll, I'll say this. From what I'm told, and I, believe me, I've been making calls yeah. and trying to check these things all week when this started. Uh, and it's and I had heard about the, the big Dom thing, that there are people on the team that felt him not being there maybe hurt the team a little bit. But that's another story that's out of control. It's just, it's, I'm, I'm standing So how much of that is legitimate? Howard, like the, the, what's been reported on that is that uh, Big Dom, when he was suspended, Sirianni on the sideline in his absence was getting into arguments okay. with players and coaches. Here, here, here's what I'll tell you, John, and you were kind of on board a little while ago when you said, I think it's over, I, I don't know if you used the word overstated, it's not quite what, what it sounds like it is. I'm staring on the sidelines. You know, I don't see everything, but I see a lot. And I, I didn't. Nick Sirianni's an emotional guy, and I'll say this about Big Dom: he really keeps things together. He is really good for that team in so many. Not just on the bench, and not just in, in the just in the building. He's really, really good. I didn't see a lot of that. Does Nick get over the top? Did every once in a while I say, "Hey, Nick, just slow down." Yeah, but it's not like, uh, did he get on player? Sure he does. But on the coaches, he can do it on the headphone and not face-to-face. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't see really a lot of that. But again, does Dom help that before it gets to that point? The reality is that's an overstated story, too. It makes it – and I, like I said, I had heard about – people felt that Dom was missed – uh, and I had heard about that earlier in the week, but I didn't think it was big enough to really talk about because, again, I didn't see a lot of that stuff. But Dom is really important, no question about it. But that is out of control too. All right, that Howard, story let's, is so over the top. Let's get to the AJ Brown account tweet. Now this gets into strange territory because we we don't know if it's his his tweet or it's not his tweet or it is i mean it's a james how many twitter followers on this account 260,000 and we know before this was it has account. been his account for sure 100% he said around the super bowl that it, that it was hacked or whatever we don't know all right but it so, was 100% that was his account for sure so i remember the tweet what was it what was the tweet? Well, the Super Bowl one related to Travis Kelsey and the Andy Reid interaction. I would have um, been thrown out of the league if that yeah. was me. But Howard, here here's the That's latest. Okay. He would have. Yeah, but, <laughs> but but Howard, here's the latest. This point. is from eight hours ago, twelve oh one a.m. this morning. This is what the AJ Brown account wrote. Maybe he wrote it. Maybe he didn't. I mean, I assume he wrote it, but I don't know for sure. This is what he wrote. Philly media is so lame. It's literally something every day. Then the fans be believe the BS. They really should start raising the prices of microphones and cameras because you people will say anything for views. I see why nobody likes us because we don't even like us. Hashtag reality TV. First off, Howard, let me ask you this. Do you know if that's A.J. Brown's account? Uh, He was off for a while, but I I don't know or not know. I know why he went off at times. He didn't want to deal with people. And the reason he cleaned his Instagram, he just wanted to have spiritual messages. So, and, And I was told that clearly. That's why he did it at that time. Now, what's going on now? But he actually makes a good point. Because when somebody reports something, you know, the media is different now than it was. I'm going to speak at Villanova about 
media. Yep. And it's just, there's, you know, a newspaper story, a writer used to have to have two sources, mm-hmm. you know, for a story. Now they have no sources, and there's quotes that are just made up. Uh, it, it's just, and there's stories that are embellished, and it is for clicks. You know, Craig Carton, do you think he didn't do it to try to get Philadelphia people to watch him? Yeah. Uh, uh, Colin Coward, Skip Bayless, whenever they say something about Philadelphia, it's to draw those Philadelphia people in. And there, it really is part of what's going on in media nowadays. So he makes a good point. Uh, is it him? Is it not him? I don't know. But I don't totally disagree if it is him with what's said there, that we go over the top. Well, some they do. Lost. Yeah, some do, some don't. They no lost question. because they're a bad team. And that, that, wow. They were a bad team. Now, they were 10-1, and one, and we all kind of said, well, this is not the 10-1 and one that we remember them from the year before. Yeah. So those kind of things uh, do happen. Uh, but it, it's just, and I understand, like the Craig Carton and uh, Derek Gunn, it's like they're, they're out of control. It's out of control. It's so over-exaggerated and, and not even close to the to the real story. So I, I do want to say one thing about Harper, and Ruben, I know you're going to address this. When I was down there last week, it, here's this contract situation is ridiculous because here's what I was told by Philly's people, all right? Okay, he might be outperforming his contract now, but what's going to happen the last four or five years? Do we really think he's going to outperform his contract? No. Scott Boris made a mistake by having a 13-year contract. If he had seven, he could have had a a legitimate chance of, okay, now you're going to be paid market value. And the, the, the organization believes that, and I don't know what they're going to do, but I can tell you what they feel. They feel that, okay, but the last four or five years, yeah. we're going to be paying him too much. And here's the only thing: it, it, it might be a hocus pocus thing if they if they do if they do anything, put options on both sides, extend it, let's say three years, and options on both sides, so either team can get out. So it's really not a contract; it's not an extension. Mm. It's just a lot of nonsense. But they believe. Uh, hey, listen he may not be worth and he's likely not going to be playing to his his, his current value yeah, for money sure. yeah. at the end of that contract. all right howard love having you on the show thanks pal all right you guys and john i complimented you a little bit you kind of took it under control there for a little bit i you know yeah, i just you go. ought to be happy with richie rich yeah. <laughs> strange as that must have sounded huh strange but true yeah. all right see you Ken. thanks see you. all right so ruben let, let's let's get dive into this bryce harper thing and of course everyone can join us uh today on all these different topics at 215-592-9494 um so ruben what howard's saying there is the phillies don't feel they should have to give bryce harper more money in more years and i agree with them they they shouldn't feel that they have to doesn't mean they won't. All right, let's step into this, Ruben. Unprecedented. Eight years and $196 million left on the deal. Guy wants more. What do you think the Phillies should do? I think they did, they're they doing exactly what they should be doing, and I think them, Dave Dombrowski handled it perfectly. I, I could not have been, he could not have been more perfect with how he handled it and what, you know, they have other fish to fry. This guy is a signed player. They did not put a gun to his head to sign the contract. Boris wanted to, Boris does a a lot of different things with contracts. He wanted to figure out a way to maximize the dollars. They spread it out. They spread it out 
They made it a 13-year deal, which at the time I think was probably unprecedented. He wants to make unprecedented deals. Now, the AAV on that becomes sort of obsolete in the average annual value because other guys are you know, signing different contracts. It's a different marketplace. It happens year to year. The market changes. The man is a is a is a signed player. He signed for a ton of money. He got what he wanted at the time, and that's it. What Done. if what if he's not happy? That's not you know that's not the front office's issue. That's where well, Scott Boris, kind of an that's issue, where right? Scott that's where Scott Boris has to step in and say, "Hey, we made this deal." We have to live with this deal. That's part of where where the agent has to step in and say and do the right thing and say, hey, we made this deal. This is a ironclad deal. It's it's guaranteed. If he falls off the face of the earth, which I do not expect him to do, then the Phillies still pay the guy. Right. And so you cannot expect the Phillies to have to, you know, to just because now he wants something. No. Uh, so, uh, there's no, no, he he shouldn't expect room. it. But isn't he going to come back year after year after year after year after year when the Phillies don't do this? If when they treat it this way, and I agree with you, I love the way Dombrowski handled it. But it feels like they're just going to keep knocking, and he's going to have to keep handling it. And you know, I'm glad that's him and not me. Right? Yeah. Well, I don't think that's the right thing for Bryce to do. Well, I, I think he'll realize that this is that that that's not great for his, you know. He he's done everything exactly what you want out of a superstar player in this city. I don't think that he's going to want to attach himself to something like that because there's a negative vibe that can be created. Oh, let me give that. you one follow up because I agree with you. There's a negative vibe there, but here's here's the natural follow up to that. I hear what you're saying. You don't expect the Phillies to sign him this month. What John and I are basically saying though to you is, do you think they will sign him in the next twelve months to a new deal? I do not. Okay. We'll I say. do not. I think that they need to sign Wheeler first. Well, clearly, and deal with that, and then deal with other issues coming up. You know, I mean, this is a signed player. He's he, he got what he felt he deserved, and he he himself said, "I don't want to trade clause, no trade clause. I don't want option. I don't yeah. want no. I I don't want any opt outs. I want to be here. This is his place, and now he's going to have to live with it as the current contract reads." When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's get a lot of calls in on on all these topics. Later in the hour, we're going to have some fun with Joe Conklin and our caller, Layton, who's an incredible Josh Harris impersonator. We'll get to that shortly as well. Let's get to Dr. Gina right now. Good morning, Gina. Good morning, morning, team. I, I've missed you guys and talking to you guys. I've been listening, but and you know what? James proved his invaluability, if that's a word, invaluableness <laughs> last week. No, no shade on Joe Wechter. He's a great producer, but man, did we miss James last week. Mm-mm. I did at least. Well, anyway. I, I agree with you. He, listen, he's the glue, but he's also got a sound and a savvy to this show that in his absence, it's hard to 
Yeah. It's hard to yeah, have without yeah, him. Yeah. Put it that well, way. I think from him knowing you for so many years is part of it, Joe. You know what I mean? It's well, just he, he Here's the <laughs> here's the key with that, Gina. He knows to just do whatever I tell him to do. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's really simple. It's like that, that it's like Ruben is a GM. Just do what I tell you to do. If you do, you keep your job. If you don't, I fire you. So, yeah. <laughs> now you did say something the other day, Joe, which what? you know, I don't always hundred percent agree with you, but um, you know, the whole I wasn't even gonna get into the Bryce Harper thing, but you know, Scott Boris, can I use the word work? I'm sorry, he's he's a whore. He 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 with the whole JD Drew thing, like that soured me on him forever. Yeah. I'll never forever. like him because of JD Drew. Me course. too. Yeah. Me too. I'm totally with you. And to have him be like the mouthpiece, so to speak, that's that's a bad look. It's yeah, but I'll a- say this, Gina. Ruben just touched on something with Bryce that's more fundamental here. Bryce has to own that this yes. is Bryce's decision to advocate publicly for more money. I mean, I guarantee you this. Scott Boris would not have said what he said two months ago if he and Bryce Harper hadn't privately talked about it Mm. and made the decision that Scott Boris would go public with. But the question to me is, though, uh, you know, Bryce talks about wanting to retire as a Philly. So he's talking about years. You know Boris is the one talking about money. So But but money and years are the same thing. I mean, (sighs) it's all the same. It's all... Well, of course, if if it's more years, it's for more money. He's not, mm-hmm. you know, you know what Bryce Harper and Scott Boris did not do? They didn't say to the Phillies, you know what? Tack on two years right. and let's make it a veteran minimum. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because yeah, Philly- I want to retire here. Yeah, so let's re- just make sure it's locked yeah, in. Right. I'll take four hundred grand a year. Right. Let's do it. And he that's, wants more money. Yeah, yeah he that's wants very he, simple. He wants money. <laughs> yes, it, it just is such a bad look. Such a let, let's let's talk about Sirianni for just a second. Sure. Um, you know this guy. We love him. We hate him. The flowers. The this. The that. He is. He's a live wire. I mean, there's no doubt about it. He's a live wire. Is his inability to control his emotions part of the problem? Yes, a small part. Is Jalen's inability to show his emotions part of it a huge part of it i mean jalen if you looked up the word stoic in the dictionary if anybody looks in a dictionary anymore you'd see jalen's face so can you teach somebody to be less stoic can you teach somebody to be more fiery can you teach somebody to do i don't know that that that's something that just has to be acquired or part of your personality to start with gene it's probably the oddest pairing in philadelphia sports since ai and larry brown Mm -hmm. i mean if you think like ai and larry brown were about as different as could be they found a way to make it work boy oh boy was it bumpy getting there and and these guys are very different. Now I will say this: they're both competitive and they both want to win. I don't think they're, and that helps. Yeah. Oh, they're but definitely per, not pairing. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. personality-wise, they're very, very exactly. Different. Very, Jaylen, very, very, very. Jalen being raised by a coach. Jalen having those those just yeah, that's themes yeah. and ideas yeah. inculcated into his mm-hmm. young mind. Like he really yeah. is like another coach. So yes, their personalities they 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 veer from one another. But man. He, they they do see uh, along the same lines in every other way. All right, Gina, give me a great answer, a documentary you'd like to see made. Well, I, I even have a name for it. Probing the process from faith wow. to failure. Wow. <laughs> from faith Holy to failure. Cow. What a name. Oh, Gina, that's fantastic. That's pretty good. Probing the process. Included. She had a name for it. She came prepared. I like that. The doctor. So, all right, I need a ruling here. Mm-hmm. Seltzer, who sent those tweets? 
Brian Colangelo or Babs Boutini? <laughs> <laughs> How about this? Both. <laughs> there you go. Both at home having a glass All of right, wine. 